Craggy's Connacht Rugby Podcast from Athlone. The lights are on. This is a venue I have such great memories from. I'm Rob Murphy. This is Alan Deegan. I remember myself and yourself watching Scott Quinnell play puck with Connacht about, what, 20 years ago on the terrace over in the far side? Yeah, yeah, some great nights here. Remember the, the 3-0 win? The 3-0 win by Munster over Connacht in a dreadful weather, unbelievable forward battle, but an amazing game of rugby. I can't remember exactly when that was, but it was still an amazing yeah, game of rugby. At the same time, and, and beating Arbonne in the 2001 Challenge Cup game in the rain, the muck. They hadn't even the stand built. But my God, there was some atmosphere, yeah. In those days, there used to be a lot more games there, but I suppose as the game has evolved, like most teams, you end up in one venue. Um, but it's lovely to come back here, and Buccaneers have put on an amazing show. They most certainly did. Plenty of kids going around. I was sitting close to where Bundy was, and the amount of, <laughs> the amount of kids, when they realised where he was, just he was like an unbelievable magnet to practically every kid in the ground and he was brilliant with them all I have to say he was he was really patient because there was an awful lot of them and he was absolutely brilliant with them Danny Deegan is here Bundy is sporting a new haircut this year is he? Is he got well, new hair colour yeah he's, got, he's still got the you look at Danny coming with the technical straight away well what I thought was funny is that um, Tom Curry was sitting beside Bundy and people were asking Tom Curry to take pictures of of them with Bundy not knowing who Tom Curry was which I found very funny and I could see that from the other side of the pitch I really hope this podcast hasn't peaked with that moment that's like the highlight of the day oh, well, it was very funny and, and congratulations to Bundy becoming a dad again oh, good news uh, all around and that comes from all of us and I'm sure all of you Connacht have won 15 points to 5 3 tries Connor Oliver Josh O'Connor owned the butler and not a bad outing uh, first take very very snappy and then we'll hear from Andy Friend from the buddy very dogged display I came up here all I wanted to see was better defence than what we've seen for a while and we saw better defence very dogged display really really impressed with Josh Murphy what an animal on the field I have to say we're going to hear from him in the podcast he's there down there and Dylan Tierney Martin's down there as well I think having a chat with William Davis but Danny your first take before we jump into the interviews uh, typical friendly match a lot of move. A lot of uh, penalties given away, but well impressed with our bench and a lot of our young lads stepping up. Uh, just, just felt all of the everybody took their chance tonight. Great work, lads. Uh, here is William Davis speaking to Connick's new director of rugby. I still doing the same job. It's all titles. Andy Friend speaks to William Davis. After that, you're going to hear for the first time on this podcast Josh Murphy speaking to William Davis. Also, Dylan Tierney, Mar- Dylan Tierney Martin as well. Easy for me to say. Here they are. Andy, a win at uh, Dubarry Park this evening, 15 points to five, second game of the week. What's your immediate reaction to that? Yeah, really proud of the young fellas, mate, or the whole team. We had some young fellas out there, we had some older heads too, but um, I just thought it was a really gutsy performance, a very physical performance. Um, wasn't perfect, we knew it's never going to be perfect, but uh, we asked for, uh, you know, we wanted to see their spirit tonight and we wanted to see their energy tonight and we saw that in, in spades, so um, I, I was very happy with it. A tough game um, big sale team asked I suppose what you'd call the usual type of questions an English side have but Connacht got in their faces and knocked them off their stride that, and that seemed to be particularly the end of the first half when you got your second second try with Josh O'Connor yeah I, I thought um, in some of those physical confrontations we didn't back down I thought our 
Our mall defence was excellent and our mall attack was excellent. That made a bit of a statement against a big pack like that. I thought some of the one-on-one collisions uh, that went on out there and the battles that went out there, um, you know, I, I, I thought I thought they also set a tone. Um, Connor Oliver, Josh Murphy, first game, Dylan Tierney Martin, you know, those boys just didn't stop the whole night and it was brilliant and that and that gave everyone else courage and, and confidence to, to play like that, which uh, the rest of the boys did. Yeah, I thought Dylan Tierney Martin was probably pretty close to my man of the match, uh, Josh Murphy as well. I, I, Peter Dooley, there was there was contributions across really the whole team uh, in what was at times a messy enough game, but Connacht seemed to be better organised uh, than Sale were, and you seized your opportunities when they came. Yeah, and and you know I think I think that's a fair assessment, William. I think. Um yeah, and that, that's a credit to our coaching staff. We've got a very good coaching staff. Uh, Mossy Lawler's taken over the attack, and um, you know I think there's. I know he's frustrated because there were opportunities that we didn't take out there, but we certainly took a few. Um, I know Diervolt with the with the lineout uh, attack and the, and the mall attack and defence. He's he spent a lot of work on that. Cully Tucker with the with the scrum. I thought our scrum was good. I thought our breakdown was excellent. That's another area of Cully's. And then you got Pete Wilkins doing the defence, and we stood up physically in defence. So. I think we got the right bums on seats this year in the coaching group, and um, it sort of showed a bit there tonight. You've, you've changed roles. You're now director of rugby. What? Give me an overview of what that is. I mean, it probably stands out that you're the director of rugby, but what are you going to change a little bit with what you? What do you see the role as? Well, I'm not coaching at the moment, um, or I won't be coaching this year, and, and that's a massive change for me. But it's also going back to well, what are we all good at, and. Uh, we, I went away from that last year. I went away from... Um, I always talk about weapons, but as I just said before, we've got the right bums on seats this year. So so probably what... Or my strength is definitely working with individuals and trying to get the best out of them, whether that's coaching staff, whether that's staff, whether that's players. So I'm the behind-the-scenes bloke just working with all the individuals. We've got 46 players, we've got 20 staff, a lot of people to work with, and I'm doing that, trying to challenge and support, we call it. Um, so that's my role. Pete Wilkins has taken over the head coaching role. What's his strength? He's brilliant at delivering message. He's brilliant at actually getting organisation, organisational messages across and, and coordinating things. So he's taken that role. And then, as I said before, the other coaches are now doing what they're very good at. So I'm really happy with it. Um, I really am happy with it. And I think um, I think it can be. It's going to be a really exciting year for us. Does that mean, though, at some stage, if you see something that you think isn't Working, you can still come in and say, "Look, we need to we need to look at this," or or from feedback that you're getting from individuals, particularly maybe players. There are certain things here that need to be tightened up or or just changed around a little bit. Yeah, I mean, listen, everything has to come through me. So Pete comes and presents to me and says, "This is what I'm thinking, Friendy." Whether that's selection, so he's looking after selection too. Um, whether that's something we're trying to do. My message to Pete: Pete, if it makes sense to me, I'm going to back it. I'm going to back it because I trust you. If it doesn't make sense, then I'll call it and I'll say, no, I'm not happy with that. Um, so everything still comes through me, which um, which means, yeah, I'm not on-field coaching, but I still have overriding say on that. But as I said there before, I do trust what he's doing. I, I do trust the way he goes about his job. Um, I'm probably the last checkpoint on that, just to say yes or no to it, but hopefully there's not too many no's. And what about in-game, when you're, when you're actually here uh, watching a game and you're in the, the coaching box or in the unit? 
what's what's the role then? Is that different? Is it a role of just observing, or do you do you feel there's a if there's a necessity for input, you'll make it? Yeah, but like there tonight, we've only had two games doing that. But it's me going through Pete, so I've got the radio on, but I didn't use it in either of the two games. If I if I did use it, it was really just to provide clarity on on a message that had either been lost in translation. So again, because I'm slightly removed, I can I can offer that probably calmer view on it. Um, and that's often messages that are coming from the ground up. So, But in terms of substitutions, uh, it'll be me saying to Pete, listen, I'm thinking this, what do you reckon? Or him saying to me, I'm thinking this, Frenny, what do you reckon? So it's very calm up there. Um, I, I think it's an exciting way to go about it because it doesn't always have to be banging tables and yelling down microphones. It's, you know, we're sitting up there observing the game from a distance, trying to give our our tuppence worth on it and, and trying to make the correct decisions. So it's a, it's a dual thing. But at the end of the day, Pete... If he, if he thinks it's the right call, and I and I trust him on that, he's going to make that call. What's ahead now? Three weeks tonight, or three weeks tonight plus a day, we'll be in Belfast for an interprovincial to start the season, which is very unusual, and it's the start of a run of very tough games. But uh, what's what, what are you up to between now and then in terms of maybe extra games or just getting ready? Yeah, well, we lost our... Uh, we, we were to have another trial game, which is to be next week, but unfortunately we lost that... Um, we had a team pull out on us. So as, as things currently stand, they're the two trial games that we've got. If we need to do anything else, we may well look to do that internally. Um, so we've really got three weeks to build up in now into that into that game. This has been a huge week for us, though. We've had two games, two big games in, in, in three days. Um, so next week we'll review those. Um, we'll keep adding layers to, to what it is we've been doing. As, as you can see out there, we still need a bit more accuracy around some of the things we're trying to do. Um, we've got a bit of time now to get that right. So we've also got some A fixtures coming up shortly. So there'll be parts of the squad possibly getting games there. Percentage-wise, how close would you say you're ready to go? Oh, I reckon we're 65, 70 percent ready to go. Um, you know, again, you, you, players needed games of football. They've got that. Ideally, they'd probably have another game of football. But if we haven't got that, we'll make that work. I'm going to start with Josh Murphy, who is the new man in the Connacht setup here uh, first start for Connacht how'd that go? Oh, I was good to good to get the jersey on finally really enjoyed it and nice to get the win as well Tough old side sail they're very physical they're big uh, they're pretty powerful but you handled them pretty well out there Yeah they're big lads so it was nice to nice to get a mall try against them and keep them out for most of the game but probably would have been nice to keep them out for the whole game and those those line outs uh, but yeah they're big lads so it was a good test how are you finding settling in? You've probably been here since early July at this stage, so you're you're getting a bit more used to the to the west of Ireland and how Connacht do things. Uh, yeah, it's great. Love love Connacht so far. Uh, living not too far away from the ground, so it's all it's all going well so far. Not too much rain yet. Uh, you'll get used to that. Don't think we get many nights like this here <laughs> in the sports ground. Dylan, well done. Um, you kicked on at the end of last season you made a couple of big 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 appearances in South Africa so it was important for you tonight to to get out there and get at it again and uh, you seem to be well in the thick of things yeah obviously with with, with Hef and them going going really well in New Zealand I got an opportunity to, to come in here and start only for the second time um, loved it absolutely loved loved the, the way we got out there and, and the physicality of the game Sailor a real tough team um, got a good few line outs a lot of, load of ones on Josh as well so not too bad um, but yeah delighted to kick on from last season and, and get another start yeah the line out was operating well and, and you also on the other side of that you got stuck into their line out which is uh, which is important Josh was very important 
integral to that. But uh, overall, round the round the park as well, you were you were in the rough and tumble out there. Yeah, yeah, it's the way I, the way I like to get get it done. I need, maybe need a few kilos, a few more kilos on me to <laughs> to be doing what I'd like to be doing. But yeah, I love to get stuck in. So, and how's the 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 season been going? I mean, everybody. You know, July the 11th, I think he came back roughly. Uh, so it, it, it's important. That's a key part of the season because you need to get ready. And once the season starts, it, it happens very quickly. Yeah, um, obviously, Mikey, Mikey's come in as our new S&C lead and, and all the all the lads like Jock and Bobby and all them have come in. And we've had a really, really tough preseason, but I think we, everybody's come through it really well. We have a clean bill of health so far and it's been tough, but it's been really good. And kind of things are coming together now as we're starting to get some games in. And I know that we've uh, we've Ulster up in Ravenhill in two or three weeks. So we've a, yeah, we've a, we've a tough start to the season. So we want to keep keep kicking on, but it's been going really well so far. Yeah. It's an interesting start to the season, Josh. You've an interprovincial in Belfast, then you're off down to South Africa, then you've got two more interprovincials. So uh, it's going to come thick and fast. Yeah, it's a nice start. Uh, there'll be a few physical challenges in there, but I don't think we'd want it any other way. We're going to have to face them sometime, so it'll be nice to to get going straight away. Are you looking forward to playing on the artificial pitch? Have you have you come across them before? Uh, I'd say you'll have to ask the backs that one now. I'll stay quiet on that one. Well, I've only got two forwards here, so <laughs> so Dylan, uh, what do you think of the artificial pitch that's coming, and and the fact that you the game is played at a hell of a rate? It's a hell of a pace. Um, I don't know. I think I think it'll suit us down to the ground. I think the way we want to play is kind of fast and to the edges and stuff like that. So the way Mossy and, and the lads have us set up for for our attack, it'll definitely contribute to that. And I know that. I think it'll be an advantage for us for lads to come to the sports ground. I know it always is with the weather and stuff like that, and it's our fortress. But definitely now with the four G, it'll be it'll be another step up. It'll be a really hard place for people to come, and we want to make it that way for them, make it really uncomfortable for them. Um, yeah, that's what I meant to say, <laughs> gentlemen. Good to talk to you. Uh, we'll catch up with you again soon, and uh, well done tonight. Go and join your mates. Thanks very much. Awesome. Cheers. Thank you. Love that. Love the feel of a preseason night when we win. We don't always win these games. I feel like we lose a hell of a lot more than we win. Uh, so it's lovely. Yeah, I think London Irish put a lot of points on us last year, which yeah. then was a little bit of a pricey of what happened for the rest of the season with Connacht. This is a hell of a win. Consider they're getting ready to play in, what, a week and a half's time. They're going to they're going to be playing there. 14 days. Yeah, yeah. And we're, we've got another couple of weeks to go. And especially after the result, because I think people were a little bit depressed about the results uh, down the south of France. But then you were playing the team that were favourite to win the championship last year in France in playing cast. Finals, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They were favourites to win the final and they, and they, they got sort of blown away. Um, but, you know, you're talking about a really difficult team down in there and they're much they're further a week away. They're, they're starting next week. Yeah, but like, I think the, the big thing for me was it sounded like the forwards struggled down in France. They just did not struggle today against a really powerful sail pack. Well, one thing I had, you know, we got to remember down in France, it was 34 degrees during the day there. So that's going to absolutely sap the energy out of you. Um, but yeah, no, this this was definitely it's much much more uh, upbeat feel to this one. Maybe not after the first half. There was a lot of we didn't we just couldn't get out of our half. If you're looking at it from a defensive point of view, yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah. But I'd, I'd be a little bit worried just that, like we couldn't we couldn't one hold on to the ball or two get out of our own half. Sales seemed to spend a lot of time in our half, but we got to commend our defence. We held them down to only one try. 
and they mm. only scored that in the last few minutes. One thing I like to do, macro, micro. That's how this podcast is going to go. Micro, we'll go through the individual players that we liked and thought would play well. That's how we'll finish. Macro, Danny's got us there. The bigger picture stuff. Defence to start. Yeah, huge, huge uh, attitude. Huge, brilliant attitude. As I say, dogged, dogged, and there was real dog in that team right across the board. Um, I thought Peter Dooley had a very effective game, very quietly effective all the way through. Dylan Tierney Martin, who's we just heard from, I thought he was uh, he plays very close to the edge. It has to be said, but that's what you need sometimes. Yeah, it's great to see because in South Africa, he was one of a few players that put up their hand at a, a stage in the season where, I mean, what did they say? They were they were playing out the season. There's a term for it in American sport when you're not getting to the playoffs. Connacht weren't getting anywhere, but they, I think they got something out of that tour because we can see it carrying on now. I definitely like um, Dylan Tony Marlin was one guy, but you have to look at it from his point of view. He's he's trying to get into a team. Hef wasn't playing too great. Delahunt is out with an injury he's next in line so he needs to take his chance and he certainly has he's taken that jersey with two hands and it, there'll be a good fight for it this season Speaking that bigger picture of stuff for a second for me I want to ask you about the exits because I'm wondering about this I've been seeing this for a while Connacht you know get, in, get put into their own 22 then get a big turnover but then the clearance kick never gets beyond the 10 metre line and they're back on it again that happened a lot last season it happened a lot in this game well, it's, it's not so much just getting to the 10. It's what happens after that. It's, it's the line-out, dealing with the first phase of plays and then giving away a penalty. That's the problem. It's giving away the penalties. We're just, just be clear, we're talking about defensively here. We're not talking yes. about, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Get up to the so, 10 and that's fine, but it's what happens after that. Like we, we, we seem to, we, well, certainly I felt in this game, we did clear the lines to get the touch, get to a reset. But the problem was after that, we were giving away a simple penalty. It was too easy. Sails straight back into the 22. And then we're putting ourselves under pressure. And I would say a better team will do a lot more damage to us. Yeah, couldn't agree more. They, they, seem, they seem to get anxious. They think that, that it's, it's as though they've got the relief of the kick and then they go, right, now we have to keep going, to keep going, rather than just staying, staying calm. You'd like them to stay a little bit calmer. Having said that, again, I, w- I was impressed with a lot of talk. There was a lot of talk all the way through the game. It wasn't just, you know, didn't die off as, as they were put under pressure. Even though they were under pressure, they still held out. And Sell never really looked like scoring. Like, I was chatting to their analyst before the game, and he said, like, their game is all about power. It's a power game. It's something that they, they spend a lot of time on. Um, it's what they're all about. And, and Connacht dealt with it. Excellently. I'm interested in this. It's it, it's an attitude thing that you spoke about in the podcast this week, Alan. Danny, you come in off the back of this, but like this is a reverse kind of point. But Shane Bolton was so gutted to have to go off, and Jeremy Kilgallen looks so disappointed to have cry off early. So I think it's that real kind of sense of wanting to be part of it. I mean, gutted not being able to. And then just something I noted at the end, very small point, but there was only two players who weren't used, and they were going through the rundowns. Uh, was it, uh, who were the two? Charlie Ward and Vermeulen. But also Jordan Duggan, who had played about 15 minutes, went in with them to do those rundowns and I'm not saying the others should have done it but Jordan Duggan's a player who just didn't get the breakthrough last year he fell down the pecking order love that out and that's what you're looking for that, that, that's what's in I've, I've gone to a couple of the training sessions and I've, I've just seen that just seems to be a little bit more player driven stuff now that, that um, you were sort of worried it wasn't there before but there's definitely something there I know it's only one game and they were hammered down in France so we have to be you know maybe we're just maybe I'm just so excited to see yeah, a, we're not a making any, game of rugby we're, and I'm just we're not making any pronouncements off the back of this we're just saying these are what this is what we saw 
and these are good songs. It is, it is, and like it's still a long way to the start of the season. Three weeks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it's Belfast, and we won't go through the run of fixtures because they're tough. Danny, on that general kind of, you were right beside the players. You said there was a lot of good shouts going in and enthusiasm. You first, no. No, I was the one that was beside the player. We had Danny. Danny was on the far side. Sorry, he was looking at me like, "What are you talking?" About? Yeah, no, I was sitting beside the players, and there was a lot of shouts going on. There was a lot of, a lot of them took a lot of mirth in watching some of their our lads when they made a mistake get smashed, and I, I was surprised at how, how much fun they took out of watching their own players <laughs> getting hammered, um, which I thought was very funny. Um, but another player I thought that was really well, young Josh O'Connor on the wing. I didn't know a whole heck of a lot about him, but he he took his try brilliantly and looked really dangerous out on the field. I have to say can't wait to see a bit more of him Lily our listeners have heard from the interviews we actually haven't heard them uh, but you have come from that welcome along happy new season and you too all of you on this lovely evening where Connacht have a second only victory over sale in their how many meetings eight yes correct absolutely did we win the one in the challenge cup like about 20 years ago where we lost anyways in the second leg no no 2019 was the only time we beat them right I remember Robinson running in tries and yeah, God, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifty-nine points they put us that game. Yeah, yeah. Those were bad times. This is better times. A uh, bit of promising signs. Let's not get too carried away, obviously, but a bit of promising signs there. We're thinking. Oh, absolutely. I think like for a start, you're you're playing Sale, and as we know that we've only beaten them. This is only the second time. They come here obviously to win. Remember, Connard have had a, a kind of a topsy turvy week because they had a different squad altogether. In, in, yeah, a different squad altogether in France and now another one, a different squad here so they've kind of had an unsettled you know, week or two weeks of training so I thought it was a, I thought it was a very, really gutsy performance from a lot of, of young players who are obviously showing huge pro- pro- promise so there's obviously something happening in Connacht, maybe it's the change in the coaching structure or something like that I don't know, but I thought it was I thought it was a very promising performance No, what I think it is is um we were talking about uh, guys taking chances and you were talking about a couple of guys going down uh, Bolton and Kilgallen being really good at is because this was a chance and like we can see that this coaching team will give guys a chance if you take it take it going forward like look at Dylan Tierney Martin he's picked up exactly where he left off last season probably better so you know a lot of guys a lot of young lads I was impressed with Jennings on the wing who was brought in last minute for Kilgallen did a lot of talk, a lot of organisation. Ended up in the centre then? Yep, was very good, just just adapted. There was no... It never looked weak. Uh, the, any player that came on seemed to strengthen us. And everyone was on the same page, the attitude was right, guys playing with a smile on their face. Um, where you're, you're, you're laughing at the fact that guys are laughing at each other, but uh, it has to be, you know, that to me would mean that there's a good environment in the camp. Yeah. So I'd be... That makes me very uh, hopeful for this season. Yeah, I like your take there on that because you've been in these environments uh, in club teams and, and wondering wondering how that that actually reads when you see guys uh, having fun and maybe taking the mickey, to use the phrase, out of each other. No harm in it. I think there's only one thing I would say is that please put Bundy back on the field because he was sitting right in front of me and it was so distracting. The entire game throngs and throngs of children and girls and everyone and he was climbing up and down and up and down to sign autographs it was wonderful wonderful to see and he was delighted but I did feel sorry for all the rest of the players around him no one they didn't get a look in yeah we've we've, we've actually mentioned earlier that Tom Curry was holding the camera for a few people as well which was quite funny Um, but yeah I suppose as we wrap this up Alan I think 
there are signs that the academy players are like if you're in the Connacht Academy now let's say you've just broken into it like what a rep, what an advert for the Connacht Academy tonight the amount of opportunity players like like Owen the Butler love his attitude energy and the try oh yeah and, and they so all can they, one more point that line out he had to take it a second time just boom didn't even think about it hit, hit Darren Murray again and he gets the try yeah yeah I, like super stuff super attitude and, and super belief you know, that there's definitely a belief that's there. These guys believe in what they're doing. They believe that what they're doing is the right thing. And, and um, yeah, really looking forward to an exciting season. Actually, I was just talking to Andy about the, those players in the academy. And he says most of them have now been there for like three, three or four, going four years. Puts a lot of it down to the professionalism in the academy now, led by the likes of Eric Alwood who were there. And he says it's really starting to, you can, you're starting to see the fruits yeah. of that those those people who are delivering that program now brilliant uh, to hear All right, I want to finish on Josh Murphy because I just think he might be everything we've been missing is that too excited too soon nope just <laughs> simply nope he was immense defensively um, just in the line out at ruck time um, like good carrier he seems to take two guys and still be on his feet now he might not be going forward but he's you know he's pulling more and more guys in which means there's more space on the pitch um, and that certainly helped when the game eventually did break down and we could start playing a bit more rugby we started making breaks but it came from guys like Josh Murphy dragging two or three guys in to take him down Gavin Tornbury I love playing alongside him but yeah you thought so yeah he's there's a bit of nasty there which is really nice and just before Even going off that yeah 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 and then like, you know just as Andy heads off there um, before because William was coming down from his commentary position so I was, cha- I was saying to him Jesus Josh Murphy's good isn't he and he went yeah yeah I fell in love with him a couple of days ago he's brilliant <laughs> went, yeah yeah I'd be there he looks let's hope he, he got a little bit of a tweak near in yeah, the we all went oh, no. but he kept going for a while so hopefully there's nothing wrong there and that um, you know we, we see we see him playing a lot of rugby you want him right in the middle of it yeah definitely without you the other Josh was pretty impressive too Isn't when he came Josh on Josh O'Connor. good yeah. try absolutely yeah, took that very well yeah just came on and, 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 and did the business and so um, you know both backs and forwards youngsters coming in and, and playing their part good shout Lindy they're the kind of good shouts we have in this podcast all season Danny. One last, then uh, Oshie McCormack, just yeah. dogged, dogged work. Like he came on early, and it was as if you know he'd been in that team all his life. Loved watching him for the Irish under twenties because he was at the same stuff everywhere. He had a yeah. turnover and a penalty on his own twenty-two, and that set the tone. Doesn't seem to make mistakes, and nobody seems to go past him. You know, you couldn't ask for any more from wing forward, really. You know, like, yeah. That's, that's the Allen's elevator pitch if someone was like saying, Sum him up, done. I'm, I want him in the team. All right, that's it. Lots to be positive about. Let's obviously be aware. You know, this is pre season, so we'll see how things go. But no reason why we don't start being positive in Connacht. That's what we do. We certainly do. We certainly do. We, we, we need to do a proper preview, though. We need to do a proper season. We're working on it. Yeah, yeah. So we'll get that coming up soon. There, yeah, and I hope you've enjoyed all the content so far. In the meantime, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Lindley. You're welcome anytime. Look forward to it. It's nice to be back, isn't it? On a beautiful evening in Athlone. Listen, if that wouldn't lift your spirits. Thanks, Danny. Very welcome. Thanks, Alan. Cheers, Rob. Thanks, William, and you and all you people at home. Talk to you soon. Well, folks, we hope you enjoyed that review of the win over sale, and we're going to ask you for a little bit of help now. Can you review and rate us on whatever platform you listen to this podcast on to help us spread the word on all things Connacht Rugby to as many Connacht supporters and fans all around the world? 
You can keep it even simpler by just letting people know about our podcast by word of mouth with anyone you are talking to about Connacht Rugby when you're out and about. If you feel that the extensive content that we strive to provide on Connacht Rugby is worth the price of a couple of cups of coffee a month, then why not go to patreon.com slash craggyrugby and become a patron to the podcast where you will get in-depth midweek preview and review podcasts during the season, as well as interview with the coaches on the day of team selections and much, much more as we try and cover all angles of Connacht Rugby. Thanks to everyone who's already supporting the podcast and here's to a great season of exciting rugby from Connacht. Loose, cut it loose Break out or nothing changes Side 